Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, Jerrica. Oh, morning, Joan. Morning. How are you today? I'm okay. I mean, I've been doing this juice cleanse. Oh, yes. Uh, partly, I mean... Partly to just lose a little bit of bloating. It's not, it's oh, not yes. weight. I thought you were going to say weight. I was going to say, but Joan, there's no, nothing no, on no. you. There's nothing on you. There's nothing. No, it's just a bloating, which, which when I do get a distended tum, it does affect my my dresses and so mm. forth. And I just like to look flat as a pancake down do, there and, and very well stacked up top. And I mm. have had my nipples raised because oh, I do again. feel... Yes, I feel that they do, much as these ops are wonderful, mm. um... And I have had a slight limit in my sensation since moving the nipples around so much. Oh. Um, I do want them higher. Yes. I just want them higher. Well, there's some slippage, isn't there, after mm. an op? Um, there, there always is. They look fantastic on day one, apart from mm. all the blood and the gore. Yes, bruising. Um, and the bruising, the ruse, chest, uh, breastal, breastal regions. But mm. I mean, um, Mahmoud's great uh, sort of guidelines on this one, hasn't he? And follow-up care, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, it's, it's intense. He was there mostly through the night. I had to give him an emergency. I mean, I've got him on speed dial, as you know, and yes. gave him an emergency he call. He came over, did he? He did come over because I was just, I was feeling very nervy about um, where I'd had the nipples put. Mm. Um, I was sort of thinking, oh mm. God, have I gone too far? Mm. No, I think I've done the right thing. I'm sure you have. And they're Joe. much darker. Yes. Um, I, I, as you remember, when I was born, I was blessed with very pale, almost white nipples. Mm. Um, so milky and, bar kid nipples. Exactly. Um, as years went through and I got the puffy areola look mm. for a while, which was the sort of pubescent uh, album cover of the, um, not sure which brand, if it was Led Zeppelin or whoever, or Steely Ice Band, Steely Dan or mm. Jethro Tull, I don't yes, know, but one any one of those, I did go for that look for a while. And mm. So Mahmoud um, replaced mine mm. with these, well, they're actually monkey nipples, but they're very, very tough. Yes. Um, well, then I can see. I mean, this is the top of your shirt is mm, uh, undone. Mm, you mm. just see the edge of it. Yes. Um, wonderful, wonderful. I know that's a bit high, but. Well, no, but as you say, they slip down, don't mm, they? And um, mm. this is a wonderful, sort of chestnutty, conquery brown, isn't it? And uh, nothing wrong with that, you know. No, I, I noticed quite a few guys this morning as I walked by with uh, quite bulky frontal areas. Mm, and um, I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> my nipples peaking mm. that was doing it yes a bit um, of pocket shuffling going mm. on with the young technician as we came through I noticed yes. <laughs> oh. oh Barry's a funny one isn't oh, he isn't he such a fumbler but um, it's flattering Joan isn't it it is it's nice and mm. it gives me a little pep up of course it does so and yes. why not yes. you know spending a for- small fortune on these sort of things and uh, it's good to it's good to know they're having the right effect yes absolutely <laughs> so, good, so good for you excuse me um, are you right? I'm fine. That's uh, is that anaesthetic coming? Yes, you know when they leave the pipe down your throat and then you're left with a slightly sort of yes. uh, paralysed throat. It's, is it's... that because you've got to go back? Um, well, no. Um, there's just bits of pipe 
Right. Mahmoud says he can probably suck those out later. Oh, right. Okay, because some of it's now dissolving pipe, isn't it? Yes, um, exactly. It's just that these haven't dissolved for whatever reason. No. Um, oh, I suppose if you're very dry down the... the uh, yes, I've, I've got a bit dry down there. I probably need some of Mahmoud's, one of his balms. Syrupy balms. Yes. Um, yes. No, he's, he's, wonderful. he's got a wonderful range of, of that sort of thing, hasn't he? Of lubricants and balms. Oh, and, yes. Um, I love how he gives it to you. It's so sweet. Mm, it's a bit like with the calpol with little babies when you do it in the syringe. Yes, he, he pushes it down my throat and holds the um, back of your head quite firmly. Yes, it pushes it in and out, and it's, yes. it's lovely. Wonderful, wonderful. Quite a skill, quite a technique. Yes, uh, very gentle, big man, isn't he? Gorgeous, uh, golden man. Golden man. Right. Okay, on so shall first, we? Yes, on to our first problem. Wonderful. Dear Joan and Jerrica, my daughter is 31 and still not married. We recently introduced her to a lovely chap in his early 60s and he's taken her bowling Mm. and to a musical twice in one day. We feel they are very well suited, but she says she's unsure and particularly now that she's found out he's her uncle. Is it medically wrong for them to continue their relationship? Iris Bell. Hello, Iris. Um, Yes. Uh, No, it's not, um, is the short answer. Mm. Um, There's some very, very successful uncle and niece marriages less very nice actually i mean how wonderful you know you know what you're getting um you can talk openly in the family if you have any any marital problems or sexual difficulties and you're Um, sort of a little bit more bound to stay together as in you have to you absolutely because you've got the pressure of the family around you saying but we're family that's it and um in this case it sounds like iris bell um, has made some very good choices and uh, I don't know what this young lady, uh, the daughter, is playing at. Really. Well, so Iris is it's her brother mm. that, that her daughter is, is, yes. is involved with. Yes. And in her longer letter, she's sent um, lots of photographs right. of her brother and her daughter making love. Yes, lovely. Um, bathing her when she was little and then, you know, and she then a recreation up. of that. That's right. Yes, that's, that's very sweet, oh, that, isn't it? What a lovely idea. Yes. Yes, yes. that's a very nice uh, family album sort of shot, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes, wonderful. Um, but medically, she's talking about it. Well, no. she's really talking about when we get to the nuts and bolts of it is, is should they procreate, will they have children that are challenged in any way due to the, the genes being Genetic. within the same pool? Yes. Well, um, yes and no. I mean, it's not a simple answer, I'm afraid. Um, yes, your uh, daughter may well give birth to a, a child with um, the same sort of nose as your brother, which, you know, is a consideration, isn't it? Because that's an unusual... Well, this is very strange. It's an unusual um, nose. But, but look at this surgery nowadays, isn't there? I mean, nobody's got to walk around with a nose they don't like nowadays. No. It was, you know, it used to be that if you had a cabbage ear or a big old uh, long... Pinocchio nose, um, which he does have, which he does have. Um, you'd have to put up that with that for life, mm. not now. But I don't know that it's just the nose she's worried about. You know, mm. obviously you can come out with three eyes or some extra limbs. It or... can happen. It's rare, Joan, but um, you know it's a consideration. But I do think people do have to experiment, don't they? It's apparently all right to experiment. You know, two girls kissing or whatever, mm. but more frowned upon uh, for interfamilial experimentation yes fingering or what have you sort of uh, i think something like that is very oh it's almost nothing it's nothing it's nothing goodness i mean you know the number of times one's been fingered over the years um you know i couldn't possibly begin to count um you know a french holiday a, a you know a school trip a, 
trip to the proms, the wimpy bar, queuing up at the post office. I mean, it's just never ending. It's a fact of life. It's something that women have to get used to. Um, can be quite fun. Um, you know, goodness me, there's so many poor uh, blokes nowadays. You know, there's so many rules and regulations, the strictures. What was wrong with a bit of fingering in the post office? So, yes, uh, thanks for writing in, Iris. My husband left me when I was in my mid-fifties for a woman of 21, leaving me with three teenagers to look after and creeping rheumatoid arthritis. Him and his new young wife had twins, and he sends cards of them all boasting that he's never been happier. I met Mirjana, his new wife, for coffee, and she was gloating about how helpful he is with the twins and how active in the bedroom. He never did anything with our three. I feel so bitter and sometimes wish they'd all die in a car crash. Rosalind Smithers from Glossop. Goodness, goodness me. Let's have a, a bigger picture uh, tr- pullback here, Joan. Mm-hmm. Let's just scroll and pull pull out and have a look at the bigger picture. Um, well, there's Majana for a start. Majana, yes, all right. Majana is a very fortunate lady. She sounds like she's having some gorgeous, lovely, cosy and erotic uh, times in the bedroom with this fella. Um... Yes, who looks who looks like a very nice man. Really um, lovely, doesn't you know, he? Twinkly a, eyes. A, clergy, a clergyman by, by the look of him, um, with that little collar, unless that's a fashion thing that I've missed out on. No, I think he is a clergyman, and he's he's got just a really kind face. Lovely face. And, but, you know, as you can see, you know, you see with that, it's got a little frown on his forehead, and years of people coming along and confessing and whinging mm. and sort of dumping and you know poor man it's time for him it's some of it's, it's time for him and Majana it's time for him and Majana it's time for him to have some fully deserved me time and, and I think as well you can learn so much from a first family that's can't it. You? we've that's heard this before it. and I think he what he's saying is you know what I had a go with number one and the three kids number two's happening for me I yes. know what I'm doing he's got these young refreshing uh, life-affirming twins. Yes, they're lovely-looking twins. Majana, who's got a figure back like that. Oh, my God. And I do think Majana's man there, or Rosalind Smithers' ex. Mm. Uh, What's his name? His name is Doran. Doran? That's an unusual name, isn't it? Tez. Doran. Uh, she's kept her name. She's and... kept it. She's kept yeah. it. This is so common with oh, women. They hold on to the marital oh, name God. and they hope that people won't judge them. Oh dear, Rosalind, it's hard to know where to start. I mean, you know, looking, uh, we've put the pictures up here side by side. We've got Rosalind next to... Majana. Majana. And we've got the twins next to those um, three poor spotty uh, boys of of, uh, Rosalind's. Um, It's not hard to see, (laughs) with all due respect, why... Why Doran fled. Doran has fled the nest of whatever you want to call it um, and found himself a new a new little uh, setup. Um, Apparently Majana uh, came to church, that's how it all started. Mm, okay. Uh, she was new to the area. Right. Um, she was, Rosalind's very bitter about the fact that she invited her around, she took her for coffees and mm. biscuits and all the churchy things mm. that people do. Mm. Um, and before she knew it, Majana had worked her way into mm. the bedroom. In her pyjamas, into his pyjamas. Mm. Majana in your pyjamas. Um, yes, well, it's hard to, it's hard, this one, isn't it, Jane? I mean, on one hand, you could say, we feel a bit sorry for Rosalind, and, you know, ostensibly her life is over, those spotty boys are going to very quickly be fleeing the nest aren't they well they're um, spending most of the time masturbating yes there, they're up they? in their rooms they've got socks and towels galore that they're um furtively shuffling into um, at all hours of the day and night um, that's what they do that's normal there's nothing wrong with that um mm. she 
probably drying up rather down there. Um, I don't think she's on HRT by the look of things. She'll be sort of a bit husky and a bit, uh, well, lost her elasticity. And I imagine she's probably, I don't know, pleasuring herself very little by the look of it. Um, I don't think she's interested remotely in that. And I would suspect she hasn't been for a very long time. Mm. And Doran, as a man of the of the cloth, is filled with the, you know, the vibrancy of life, isn't he? And yes, and of, and of God. Absolutely, um, he's going to want to go and put that somewhere. And Majana's there. Yes, you know, she's taking care of herself. She's stunning. And, and uh, as Rosalind says, Majana doesn't speak a word of English. Mm. Um, she claims that Doran is fine with that. Mm. Well, why shouldn't he be? Why shouldn't he what, be? I mean, are we now going to start saying, oh, deaf people or mute people are, are not to be made love to and no. given families. No, I, mean, I mean, awful. I mean, that's sort of uh, Hitlerian. It's satanic. It's satanic, it's Hitlerian. Talk no, that's nasty. instant karma. It seems to me that that's a really very, very nasty reference that's designed to stir up racial hatred and tension. I think um, that's Rosalind's plan. I think she's probably behind a bigger movement. Absolutely. Uh, what, what I will say, uh, Rosalind, is uh, look, look, not don't Look you, lively. Look lively. You know, uh, I would say start uh, considering some course of action that involves a, a, a reverse on this uh, idea. You know, you'll you'll find yourself banged up um, and not in a in a good way um, pretty quickly if you consider this course of action. But uh, but thank you for writing in, dear Joan and Jerrica. I'm a proud gay man with a totally ripped broad and long healthy penis, but I just can't seem to find the right guy. I love fishing, dancing and conversation and can cook a pretty mean gumbo. But guys always leave me after the first date. What am I doing wrong? And that's Reggie Fox from Chiswick. Oh, I know Reggie. Well, it doesn't sound to me like you're doing anything wrong. Um, it sounds to me like you've got all all the goods. You've got a lot mm. going for you. I mean, goodness, a long penis is something that we're increasingly... And a healthy one. And healthy, as you say, mm. is increasingly rare, particularly in the gay community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's no accounting for taste. Um, obviously, there are some people that prefer a short, unhealthy penis. Um, I've always loved a, a long penis. Mm. I've certainly over the years have found that long I know you, you yeah you, you've tended to take length over girth absolutely you? I'll always even choose, if it's a bit wormy absolutely I'll always choose a wormy long sort of uh, elongated penis over a stumpy um, tree trunky one um, and it's seen me very well I mean I do have very very narrow I don't mind saying it narrow vaginal walls um, but it's a long way up to your cervix it's an awfully long said. way uh, again you know I'm very tall I've got long legs and I've got a very long uh, vaginal canal. Um, so the service is way, way, way up, um, right up there. So um, that's why I've always liked a, a long, thin um, penis. Um, I don't know uh, about the gay community so much. Joan, perhaps you can enlighten me a bit here. Well, um, we've talked before, haven't we, when we've had questions of what do gay men do? And we've discussed the nudging, the touching, the this and the that so mm. I think we know enough to know that Reggie I'm wondering if it's a personality thing I'm wondering looking at your photo in honesty yes mm. your body's very nice um, and mm. shredded and, and ripped a, and yes. healthy and all of those things yes. the penis is very long it's lovely um, facially I would see mm. it's almost as if you're one of those um Things where you put together different parts of the body. Mr. Potato Head. Yes, yes, it it is a potato head. It's a, it's a very strange and really quite big head. Sort of an 
not helped by those eyebrows, is he? I mean, when you say Mr Potato Head, and you know, you do think, don't you, of those sort of big clip-on eyebrows, mm. um, it's almost as though that's what's happening. I mean, have you clipped them on? Yes. Which is one yeah, question. Essentially. If I mean, so, I would take them off. Yeah, because Perhaps not. I um, mean, maybe that he's got some alopecia, eyebrow alopecia, again, quite common in the gay community. Um, and leading. We've talked about before, haven't we? You had the thing yes. of your eyebrows getting knocked off during uh, oral sex. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, oral intercourse. And I suppose with this, you know, um, I don't know if he's the one that gives or receives, mm. but either way, the eyebrows can really come in for a bashing. Well, I mean, that's it? why perhaps he has these clip-on ones. I don't know. Yeah, it may well be. I mean, first I'd say maybe think about a tattoo. Those are very effective, as we talked about before. Mm. Um <sighs> You know, uh, I don't know, have a transplant. Some that's got a lot of very, very brilliant uh, pubic hair there mm, mm. Um, that looks very f- f- fun. Uh, some of that, you know, perhaps even into a little eyebrow section wig that you could pop on. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think the problem as well with a penis of that length. Mm. What um, is that, do you think, Joan? Ah. Uh, I would say in inches. Either, so as we uh, 15. Um, now, it's very, very thin. And about a centimetre wide. Yes. Yes. So that is going to be difficult for some guys. Mm. Um, that is also going to be in terms of blood flow, yes. possibly causing you some problems. Yes. You say you feel sick often when you have anal intercourse. Now, I don't know if that's the act itself or the fact that blood's Mm. doing all its business down there and leaving nothing for your brain. Exactly. Is it self-hatred or is it a physical Mm. reaction? Mm. You know, it's hard to say. Um, You know, you've got very nice writing, uh, Reggie Fox. That Uh, is in your favour. Chiswick's a lovely place to live. That's great, isn't it? Um, Turnham Green. I had a great friend who lived down in Turnham Green. Mm. And uh, yes, quite a lot going on down there. Yes, and I would imagine, given the photos you've sent of your lovely place, Mm. I mean, gosh... I don't know who would be turning down a sitting on those sort of chaise long and making love there. I yes. don't know if that's what you do. Or perhaps you do what a lot of gay men do, which, of course, is want to go into extremely dirty toilets um, and do things there. I mean, I'm just... I mean, my eye's drawn again and again back to this penis, mm. Joan, mm. Uh, which seems to stand out of everything in the picture, you know, mm. going back. It's very pale. It's very pale, very long, Um Yes. I mean, I wonder, Joan, whether something's happened to this penis. He says healthy. Mm. Um, Do we know that Mm. that's the case? Mm. Um, Has this penis um, been stretched on a fishing rod? I don't know. Is he alluding perhaps to some practice where, you know, which I know I've heard um, increasingly that is happening more and more in these communities um, where you'll take a fish hook? Uh, one of those pretty ones that's sort of rather fun, made of feathers, mm-hmm. um, hook it onto the end of the penis and then reel, you know, reel it in, mm-hmm. which then stretches the penis beyond recognition. Is this what this mm. poor man is writing in to tell us about? Is this a cry for help? I think it might be. Um, I really do. And I think someone's had a good go at bleaching that penis. Mm. It's been scrubbed. It's been stretched. Scraped. and um, As we know, we've talked before about AIDS and how AIDS used to be fashionable, how now it's not. It's a trendy. No, it's gone way out of fashion. Um, people are... Uh, no, that's, you know, that's out of the picture, really, as far as possible, I believe. So I don't think that's um, going on there. No. But, um, I do think there's something sinister. Yes, I mean, I think obviously there's uh, a gap in the market uh, for something to replace um, AIDS. You've got to have a gimmick, haven't you? And I think he's 
He's either done that, as you say, through weird practices mm. around um, fishing or... Penis fishing. Possibly he had an abusive mother who would mm. stretch his penis every morning, perhaps in an attempt to stop him from being a homosexual. Could well be that, Joan, and she's just doing what she thought was right. Mm. But again, that may have resulted in this very, very, very long, um, very, very narrow... And, all, you know, how did mum do it? Did she have, you know, everyone around for a coffee morning and they all had to go? You all know, had a tug. Yes, it may well be. I mean, I'm, my mind's jumping to these sort of um, heated rollers, Joan, and wondering if there wasn't some, you know, rather unpleasant club where mums would come round and heat up the rollers and then perhaps wrap this poor uh, penis around the roller. And uh, I think that's very possible. For um, a bit of, of course, fun. There, are, there has been the trend amongst some of the gay community to try and create the curly penis that, yes. of course, pigs and foxes have. Indeed. <sighs> it's a bit of a mystery. Mm. Reggie, we're going to probably need some more details, a bit more about your home life, a bit more about your mum. Mm. Um, I don't know whether you want to uh, send us some more photos of this very, very long penis. Um, it would be interesting. I'd like to see it erect. It would. Be, I was going to say... Because if it, it's that long... I think we need to see what it looks mm. like when it's erect, and then perhaps we can have more of a, an idea. Mm. So um, please do keep in touch. We're very, uh, very interested to hear back. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it, guys. That's all, folks. That's all we've got for you today. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It's been very rich and varied and terribly interesting, Joan. Oh, always is. Yes. Very, very stimulating. Indeed. So what's your plan for the rest of the day? Well, Joan, I'm, as you know, I'm hopping straight over the airport, uh, jumping on a jumping on a jet and uh, heading off to do my uh, my TED Talk. Oh, super. And very this is exciting. on depression. This is on, on depression and, uh, and the menopause, mm. um, which, of course, is, as you know, a big topic of mine. Mm. Um, and the alleged connections between the two, which I obviously um, hotly dispute. Hotly dispute, mm. as you know, mm. Joan. A lot of this is in um, sadly in ladies' heads, mm. and um, you know that it needs a myth that needs seriously needs debunking. Mm. So I'm off to to give my advice and uh, uh, and and talk through that with uh, our American friends. Absolutely. And are you still? Um, I know you said there's been all these different recent developments with mouse droppings and yes uh, the fact that mice are pr- just one gene away from from us mm. so um you know so this yes people have been digging around in mouse droppings and finding uh, when you know when mice go through a uh, little mouse menopause um which they do increasingly they're living a lot longer incidentally mm. mice um better better food left lying good around. hrt they're having um, they get a lot of calcium with the cheese it, indeed the it's uh, well, in the kitchen indeed i mean there's so much hrt floating around in the water supply now and um you know it being excreted out of women's bodies left right mm. and center um, i've seen a lot of these very big boob mice Yes, there's mice with huge, huge mammal, mammal, mammalian breasts. Um, uh, mice with very large penises. Mice with distended ani. I and know then, that now, of course, as with everything, there's now mouse porn, which men are turning to. Absolutely. There's a very, very big, rich vein there of mouse porn. There's mice being bred specifically for porn. As you say, these large-breasted mice are being... Um, it developed. To... What I do like though is the stories that they do with the mice. They're lovely. They're, well, they're, they do appeal more to women because there is more of a story. Well, than they're just... more romantic, Joan. Um, a lot of these stories, and there's some. You know, the, some of these mice have got very big eyes. They're using the big-eyed mice more and more because they're sort of 
quite dreamy looking. Gorgeous, um, some of them, and teary looking, some and, of them. Yeah, some of them actually do produce tears. They can actually cry now, they've discovered mice. I like the pink-eyed ones as well. Oh, uh, yes, you know, and the ones that have got contact lenses, colour contact lenses mm. that they can put in mice mice eyes now um you know there's a whole range of, of opportunity here that mm, uh, mm. that had been previously undiscovered you know they're asking to be paid fair enough mm. um you know they have to make a living and i uh, don't begrudge them that but um yes it's a complex uh, series of chemical uh, interactions within nature and it's inevitable really mm, isn't it Joan mm. that uh, the animals are going to move into what has been considered human territory but you know my point in this ted talk is that we're sp- squirting HRT into our own, not, not mm, us, obviously mm, we don't need mm, it, mm. but uh, many women are using it to somehow stay younger mm. or, you know, retain more juice in the vaginal area, whatever it is they're after, mm. um, trying to avoid these dramatic moody mood swings that they're blaming on the menopause, pumping themselves full of chemicals, and then inevitably, of course, the animal kingdom end up, ends up suffering. Mm. But anyway, that's my day. Oh, well, jolly good luck to you. It sounds very, very positive, and uh, I'm absolutely fascinated to know more about the mice, so uh, we'll, yes. we'll certainly be looking further into that topic as well. Well, I might even bring one back. Mouse <laughs> <laughs> <Nice> boyfriend. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like... Wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.